Hey guys, welcome to the Okay, welcome to the Tech Point Africa podcast. That's what I meant to say. But yeah, today is a special edition of the Tech Point Africa podcast. And as you can see, it's a different setting today. But before I begin to fill you in on the details of the new uh, setting that you're looking at right now, there's something I want to point out. In the last few weeks, the news, the entire Nigerian tech space has been agog with the launch of something big, the 5G network. And it's a momentous occasion because it's not just a minor improvement on what you have before, your 3G, your 4G. It's a generational leap in... I don't know how to put it, but yeah, that's that's what it is. But today I'm with someone who can help us present it very, very, very palatably for you. Very, 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 very nicely and well packaged. And uh, yeah, let's start this. guys yeah welcome to this tech point africa podcast once again yeah i keep saying welcome but okay you get bored of that real real fast but yeah i have with me today a very very special guest uh her name is adia so she's chief marketing officer of mtn thank you very much for having this conversation with us adia. you are most welcome yeah and i guess you could see some excitement so you... all right oh really i couldn't tell oh wow <laughs> <laughs> Oh well, okay. Now, so I see you. You're using a vertical mouse. How is the movement <laughs> the same for you? Uh, yeah. So I, I I don't know about you, but during the pandemic, my laptop okay. usage increased where I didn't even think it could possibly increase further. But and then I my hand started to hurt. So yeah, oh, this so definitely it definitely saves the you know squeezing and yeah, I, I don't get unsqueezing. The... Yeah, yeah. No 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 because it just lays down flat and I don't have to you know I don't have to move my fingers as much and save. yeah so but it's quite different from the other kind of really <laughs> yeah so uh, I'm just quite curious you know uh, normal mice you see they are just flat yeah so yeah, yeah what's yeah. the deal behind it's standing like this. So this this one's supposed to be more ergonomic, right? So it's okay. supposed to be more comfortable on my hand. So I don't have to expand and retract or make a fist and on fist. So, oh. and so far, so good. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. So uh, that's an interesting one. But yeah. uh, let's not derail the conversation because I'm a tech geek. So we could start talking about almost everything. Everything here, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. So 5G technology. Yeah. And it's something people are excited about, right? Good. So, Okay, I can't speak for everybody, but why now? I was happy with that. Yo, you were happy with that. I was, yes. <laughs> no, I, I can't assume everyone is excited about it because okay. not many people will understand it. So, what does this mean, five uh, G technology? I just, I did a little bit of rambling in the intro, just okay. so you know. But I need, <laughs> I need some expert opinion on what is going on. What is five G technology, and why should we be excited about it? All right. So, by definition, it is the fifth generation of mobile technology. Incidentally, uh, I started as a radio frequency engineer and the first network I managed was a 1G network. Uh, oh. At the time, it was known as an analog uh, network, right? So um, with each change, with each generation of the technology, there has been an improvement. Uh, as you went from 1G to 2G, it drastically increased uh, capacity. 3G meant you could transmit uh, data and uh, text messages, at least of some tangible size. 4G meant you could 
drastically increased the size of the text messages sent. Right, so video became compatible over a mobile uh, connection. Now, five G supersizes the sizes or the supersizes the data packets that you can send, and also does so with much greater speed, whilst allowing for a hundred times more people uh, or hundred times more devices transmitting on the network. So, um, as you mentioned, this is a generational change, you know, mm. by definition, um, but it's also an exponential one and will drastically change the way we use the internet. Interesting. So in layman's terms, so when I have access to the 5G technology, mm -hmm. what kind of speed should I be expecting? Uh, what can I now do with it? So let me talk about it instead in terms of experiences rather okay. than speed, right? So okay. so let, let's not focus on speed because you know, WhatsApp, the speed of WhatsApp is not going to change. Do you understand? Because WhatsApp, WhatsApp is not an application that requires yeah. um, high speed. However, uh, downloads and uploads, uh, those speeds will change quite drastically. Okay. Uh, your quality of streaming will change quite drastically. So buffering is, is going to go away with uh, 5G technology. So there are some experiences that are going to change. It also opens up a whole new world of uh, potential possibilities of things you can do over an internet connection in real time. All right. So, so all of a sudden, uh, I expect a, a whole new set of applications and services to become possible just because of the, the high speed at which data can be transmitted over a mobile connection now. Oh, okay. So for uh, now, zero in your Nigeria, right? The mm -hmm. Nigerian context. You guys spent a buttload of money for just acquiring, just acquired license. It was not changed. Yes. Yes. So... It means it's, it would seem that MTN is betting real, real big on the 5G technology. Uh, why are you making that bet in markets like Nigeria? And I'm saying that with the context of the economic environment, uh, poverty rates, uh, so much to be done to increase internet penetration to the last mile, a lot of policy issues. So why make that bet on 5G technology? That's so huge. The simple answer is Nigerians. They're the only reason and they are the best reason to make such a big bet and such a big investment. Um, and I think the, the future of global economies now is going to have a hefty digital footprint. And 5G connectivity um, is one of the things that's actually going to address, you know, poverty levels, change the wealth that can be built um, from work that can be performed within the digital economy remotely and so on and so forth. So, I mean, think about how uh, just WhatsApp and messaging has, you know, supported uh, and broadened the ability to earn money depending on, on who you are. As soon as you have a phone, you can mm. ply your trade and display your work and social media has probably also added to that, right? So yeah. 5G adds a, a whole other dimension to that. So I think Nigerians are worth making that kind of bet. Okay, so like I mean, with the current generations with four G, three G, we've seen the rise of social commerce, mm -hmm. mobile commerce, and all of that. So there you go. What next with five G? Like, wow, what, what, where are we taking it to? You tell around? me. The sky's the limit, right? So, so I mean, there are, there are so many possible um, use cases. I think um, 
I wonder whether Nigeria's brick and mortar education system can accommodate the number of young Nigerians, right? So the answer is probably no, mm. or not not with ease, right? Even when I was in secondary school, classes were overcrowded, right? So to university for me. Ah, there you go. Right. So so I'm I'm so I'm I'm not not trying to age myself here, but like as far back as when I was in secondary school, classes were overcrowded. So so what I'm trying to say here is that our population needs to be served, and you know we need to start asking ourselves serious questions about how that's going to happen, whether it's going to be done with physical infrastructure or with digital infrastructure, okay? So that applies to education, government services, banking services, right? Just social services, just even supporting this population to do anything, right? It's going to require digital infrastructure in some way, shape, or form. 5G allows... Um, real-time interactions to occur over a digital connection, right? So you don't necessarily have to see somebody. I mean, we all know how WhatsApp video call um, has particularly adjusted the need for certain face-to-face -face meetings. Yeah. So some of us have been able to opt out of, of traffic. Now, what 5G does is it takes that a step, um, it takes that a step further. But for me, I think any industry that 5G touches, it has the opportunity to... Uh, potentially revolutionize. Like there's a there's a use case my team and I talk about about how how five G can even change the life of a fisherman because all of a sudden you can actually go fish where there are actually fish, hmm. right? Rather than just trying your luck. You know what I mean? How you can um, you know potentially have uh, medical treatment not just delivered through a TV screen or through a video call, but actually using technology where the surgeon is remotely assessing the patient. There is physical contact, right, between the patient and the surgeon, but over a digital uh, uh, connection, right? Those of you in the media industry, it will make transmitting and receiving large files much quicker, right? So something that would have taken four hours, you know, or however long it takes to render video these days, will happen in a much quicker fashion. And for instance, you know, it may take less time to produce a Nollywood movie. Like if we if we weren't producing movies fast enough, we are about to speed that up, right? Mm -hmm. Speed that up, you increase the speed of that economy and, and so on and so forth. So it, it's um for me, 5G also allows us to to welcome people to the internet that perhaps may have been locked out. Because if you if you if you think about it, to access the internet, you need to be fairly well educated. You need to be able to read and, and write in whatever language is available on the internet. And we all know that not, uh, our languages are not necessarily available on the internet. 5G can be linked to translation services and allow us to create language databases in real time, right? This is me just like, we're mm -hmm. making stuff up as we go along, but look, if we just sat down and talked here for 30 minutes over the speed about the speed of that connection, there are so many services that you can, you know, just make up on the spot. And for me, you know, uh, I'm looking for opportunities to do that with young people so that we can go out and start building, you know, these unicorns of companies. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I just decided to soak all that in. And so now back to MTN strategy for the 5G launch. Yeah. Right? I noticed... You, you, you guys were very, very deliberate about launching, about the locations you chose. Mm. Uh, so the six geopolitical zones, mm -hmm. then you took populations and um, the smartphone ownership into account when launching these devices. So, but there's something I've been saying, uh, I mentioned it in our last podcast and I also mentioned it in my article. Even if it's available in my city, 
does it mean to get to where I am? So because I noticed when I tried to pre-order the device on the MTN website, there were very specific locations, right? Mm -hmm. So Ikeja, for instance, mm -hmm. has Okmebi, mm -hmm. has Alausa, mm -hmm. has Giari, for instance. Then, of course, the island, they were, the locations were pretty much specific. Mm -hmm. So there's Okmebi, for instance. So does it mean if I'm in Allen, I can't receive that signal? Excuse me. Not necessarily. It doesn't mean that. Look, if at the end of the day, if you see 5G on your phone, you'll know you are on the 5G network. Of course, there are some prerequisites that you have the right SIM card and you have a 5G capable. Oh, so I have to change my SIM card. It depends. If you have, if if you are, are you doing 4G on your phone now? Yes. Then you are fine. So your SIM card is fine. Then okay. the other thing to check is if your device is 5G compatible. If you have both those things, um, anywhere you see 5G, you can use it. Right? We're going to work on sort of implementing something in the, the MyMTN app so that we'll let you know when you are in a 5G zone so that you can test it out. Right? So okay. um, these rollouts uh, take time. I, even 4G, we are just we're we're just approaching 100% coverage of Nigeria, right? So it's going to take us another year or two to get there. But these things take a few years to uh, happen, just because of the logistics of doing it and then the expense as well. So so we will eventually get there. So just because you don't have it now does not mean you are never going to have it. It just means it's a matter of time until you get it. And like you said, there are many many uh, considerations. One of the things we're going to do, you know, in, in addition to the pre-order, is just get a sense of who wants 5G in their area and then use that to prioritize the the um, the deployment of the rollout. Okay, so but the preciseness of these locations is a function of the nature of the 5G technology, right? So the so I, I learned that these signals do not travel for really long distances compared to lower frequencies. So is that or mm, I think that's an oversimplification or oversimplification of a very complex uh, concept, right? Okay. So um, short answer is no. <laughs> so okay. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, um, I wouldn't say that the signal isn't going to get to you or that the, the the cell sites are less available. But let's also remember that these sites are now doing, you know, voice, text, uh, video high speed video and then even even more right so yeah. i think as we increase capacity we're definitely going to need a much denser network across across nigeria okay so let me let me stop right into your rule strategy <laughs> but uh building 5g technology i'm pretty sure it's going to be quite expensive to build right from the license to the devices themselves and let's let's go out a bit. The critical national infrastructure issue we have on the national level. Mm. So really, really high grade next generation technology that anybody could just use a bat. Just hit it down. And... Actually, no. You can't <laughs> do that. <laughs> uh, I'm disagreeing, but yeah. There's a significant amount of security around the infrastructure, and I think we have the the NCCR regulator support in protecting national infrastructure. We could always, you know, use more, but I think as uh, uh, Nigerians, this is the, you know the presence of the network is is yours. You know what I mean? It's it's our it's for our collective. Yeah. Uh, good. So the asset needs to be protected. But I mean, again, the issues are not any any worse than they were 21 years ago. So it's it's something that we have oh, uh, MTN has sort of cut its teeth and 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 uh, knows how to manage. Of course, um, co collectively with the industry, we do call for for help and continued protection of the assets. But you can't just go and stone 
no, Sto- no, no. stone a mast and knock it down. No, you can't. No, do no, that. no. I, I, I was thinking more of like so. There, there have been instances of this happening, right? Um, vandals mm. uh, attacking uh, telecom sites. Well, let's uh, let's keep just in our five G now. Don't worry about vandals; they are fine. Okay, mm. if you say so. Yeah. So yeah. I, I wouldn't want you to spend so much money and. Uh, stuff like that. I, I, I agreed. So I mean, like I was saying just now, let's we 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 appreciate the collective support of Nigerians in continuing to use the service and mm. protect it wherever you see it. That's uh, it. Yeah. Okay. So please, please. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's that's an interesting one. And so with five G technology, we're hit, trying to hit seventy uh, percent broadband coverage. Do we you are. S- do you see this particular uh, rollout? Uh, contributing to this uh, vision we have, considering all things considered. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Eventually, uh, I'm, and MTN is very proud and happy to support um, the government's goal in achieving that uh, broadband connectivity connectivity goal. I mean, at the end of it, the connectivity should be, you know, regarded as a as a, you know like food, right? So, um, so yeah, absolutely. Um, MTN is fully behind the government's. Uh, agenda to do that. Okay, so yeah, so I have a question from one of our readers or okay. our fans They're saying, "Can can I exchange my four G router okay for a five G router?" Yeah, yeah, we're going to have a uh, a router exchange plan coming up soon. Um, I don't have a date yet, but it's going to happen this year, later this year. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, that that makes sense. At a reduced price or. Details will come out. Just follow us on social, and we'll make sure that we talk about it um, at the appropriate time. But yeah, yeah, we will we will be doing a router exchange uh, program that should hopefully make it easier for people to adopt five G as a service. Okay, so uh, another conspiracy. No, I wouldn't say conspiracy, but yeah, another important question. Are we going to pay more for data now that it's five G network? Okay, I'm I'm glad you asked that question. Right, it's a really important one. So. Um, with every generation of technology, you never use less data. Do you understand? As an individual, you consume more data. And it's important that I spend time explaining this because one of the things we often have to manage is that people, first of all, started using voice. The only way to quantify how much time you spend on the phone is by the number of minutes. Mm. Now, where we struggle sometimes is with customers thinking that your data is also supposed to last a number of minutes. It, it doesn't actually work that way. It is consumed based on what you use it for. So if you sit down and you keep downloading movies or you're streaming movies all day, you may consume data, you know, in one day, right? So it's important also to understand that um, 5G will likely um, increase your individual usage of data because you will find more and more instances and more and more events to use um, data, right? So so I, I need to just plead with you to use data responsibly. Now, we understand that. Our goal is to make sure that um, we are not charging more per megabyte when you are on 5G versus when you are on 4G. Um, 4G. And eventually as your usage increases, you know what I mean? Like I'm, if you're buying one terabyte of data now, I'm not going to charge, you know, we're not going to charge the same as if you are buying a hundred megabytes of data. You know what I mean? So there is a there is a benefit to buying larger um, data plans, right? But like I said, the, the cost per megabyte is not going to go up because you are using uh, more data. But I need you to just be conscious of the fact that you need to use your data responsibly and, you know, just just when you're watching one one video after another on YouTube, 
referable you understand so yeah. so just again i'm i'm not when when we launch the network fully and come out of the pilot we're going to give users an opportunity to sort of learn and get comfortable and understand um the rate at which a 5g network moves so that you can you can increase your usage at your own pace and you don't feel like yeah, you know is mtn is trying yeah big you understand big, big straw. straw i've heard that big straw analogy a yeah. lot right so yeah no that's not what we want but i still want you to to try it and we're going to try and create as many opportunities as we can for people to just because once you once you try it it's it's a life-changing experience okay so okay? we are when is it coming to our phones uh, soon 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 like just follow us on social we will keep announcing remember okay. this is a pilot and um we're testing certain things optimizing the network you know, and we appreciate those of us, those, those, the users that are already on the network and helping us just sort of understand understand it. And we're making it, uh, we're improving the quality so that you get the best user experience. Having said that, there's going to be a lot more coming. Just keep watching this space. Every few weeks, we're going to be, be making a big announcement. Okay. So I have a cons uh, conspiracy theorist here. Okay. Since the 5G rollout, mm. 4G network has been misbehaving. Really? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, correlation is not causality. So, uh, yeah, no, I think as uh, as the 4G network gets more users on it, you know, this is how, uh, you know, as we say in the industry, cell sites tend to breathe. You know what I mean? And as more people um, go onto a network, sometimes you may see changes in um, in uh, quality. But but no, uh, the 5G network rollout does not directly and negatively impact the 4G network. Okay, good. Thank you very much for clarifying that. <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about 5G causing COVID, but that's okay. Oh, yes. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not aware. <laughs> and I've been around cell sites for a long time and I've never seen them cause... Uh, any disease that I've caught in the last 20-something years. So. And you're fine. You're a speak and span and everything. I mean, we're not wearing masks. I don't think you guys are infected, but I'll see you in 14 days. If <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, it was a whole thing in 2020. And uh, I wrote an article about 5G questions asked, and I got a lot of insults for that article. Really? Like, what, what do you know? What see you... I, it was a whole, it was messed up, right? And I think people might need some education. Okay. Uh, considering, considering everything that happened, considering what instigated it in 2020, mm -hmm. uh, there are questions asked about uh, does it cause health, health hazards? Mm. It, it might not be COVID, but does it cause health hazards? So um, 5G is just like 4G, 3G, 2G and 1G, right? Um, there is a global standard for deploying telecom services, which all operators and participants in the value chain must meet. We are not doing anything differently in Nigeria. We are deploying the same world-class network that the rest of the world um, you know, consumes in their respective countries, right? So um, I am not aware that there's anything particularly dangerous about 5G uh, specifically. So if, if you have a phone already, continue to observe normal safety precautions, you know, have it on your person when you need, you need it to, you know, um, yeah, pretty much that's it. If you have a headset, use it, you know, you don't have to sleep with it under your pillow. Be, be comfortable leaving it separate from yourself at times, but it's fine. It's nothing, like I said, I'm not aware. So, and I'm in the industry and have been for a very, very long time. Yeah, yeah, over 20 years. Mm -hmm. 
wow mm. that's that's really long i know <laughs> yeah so that beyond the regular safety precautions that we should already be taking with our smartphones mm-hmm. 5g doesn't add any extra layer with any phone no 5g doesn't ha- add any extra layer of and uh, devices to the no routers. no no not to my knowledge it's the same safety standards i mean think about it now what, what if it caused a health issue then there are entire companies multi-billion dollar countries uh, com- companies around the world that would collapse hmm. it's not in anybody's intention to create a, an unsafe uh product that makes sense. So let's come back to MTN. Mm-hmm. Uh, I during your financials, you mentioned that maybe before you roll out this. So I think uh, the CEO Carl Torriola said we could have decided to target hundred percent by the end of twenty twenty two. But let's just add an extra five percent, eighty percent four G coverage, and for five G, they want to use it to push a hun and the own the home strategy. Mm. So what's the idea behind that own the home strategy? Essentially, people have used mobile service and carried that service along with them on their person. But um, as technology matures, the way we use connectivity in our homes will also change. We're going to have devices at home that need to stay uh, connected. One of the obvious ones is your television, right? Which may or may not need its own router right eventually you know we can start to control things like light bulbs fridges electronic devices right as we start doing energy management from an app on your phone right and we delve into the internet of things so when you leave your house with your mobile phone and your mobile connectivity you're going to need for your devices at home to stay connected to the internet. So when we say we want to own the home, we're basically talking about giving you that same high quality network, but at home, while you are sort of running around in the world, um, building wealth, your devices stay connected at home. And, And this is good for like security, safety, you know, just creating some ease in your life, right? And convenience. You know what I mean? Like imagine, you know, you left the house and you left, uh, a light bulb on, you know what I mean? You can yeah. easily now connect that to your phone, but you'd have to do that over a really fast network. Over, over a good network, yes. So that's what we're talking about. Um, that's what the CEO is talking about when he's talking about owning the home. And we have a whole team focused on that kind of home-based broadband connectivity. And and that, that product is actually at the front of our 5G pilot. So we're going to be leading with that while we are adding mobile uh, mobile phones uh, over time. Okay, so there are a number of existing players in the home broadband space in Nigeria. And mm-hmm. uh, how are you thinking about it in terms of competition? And I know 5G is a unique selling point, but I know of a company that launched uh, Wi-Fi 6 relatively fast too. So mm-hmm. how are you looking about... Are you, how are you thinking about playing this uh, home broadband game? I'm not. Good luck to them. We're the best enters the game. There's nothing to say again now. I mean, like, really. After 5G, what is, what is Wi-Fi 6? Continue. Okay. All right. Everybody, <laughs> <laughs> Everybody should think, yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's an interesting one. So the pricing, the... The average Nigerian home, do you think they will be able to avoid uh, afford these uh, devices? What's or? the average Nigerian home, Seth? You tell me. 
Mm. <laughs> it's very, very broad. Do they have a Netflix subscription? If they do. If they, they do, then they could afford the router. Yeah. But the Netflix subscription, you know, Netflix in Nigeria is kind of weird. And I hope Netflix staff are not watching this, but we tend to share passwords a lot. Whether you share passwords or not, you're still... It reduces the price. Sure. It reduces the price of the Netflix or Amazon subscription, right? Yes, but well, eventually those, those, those will change or catch up, right? But the bottom line... Um, you know, it's it's like the it's like an index. Let's put it like that. So if you are if you can afford, you know, some services like that, then you probably can afford um a broadband router and the connectivity that allows those services to work at the level you need them to yeah. to work at. Okay, I, by, by any chance, are we going to see unlimited internet? Sorry, say that are unlimited internet. By any chance? Ah, inshallah, one day. Uh, look, I think let me let 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 me argue this from an economic perspective, right? Okay. Um, as Carl mentioned, we've not even reached hundred percent investment in rolling out the four G network. It's yeah. going to take a few years to do that with five G. You, it, it doesn't make economic sense to keep increasing your costs while you are capping your revenue with unlimited um, plans. You know what I mean. So mm. what we're trying to do though is find balance. Um, so that we can continue to raise the right amount of funds to pour that to pour back into uh the network. But let's just say, look, being in charge of the consumer business at MTN, it's a request I hear fairly frequently. What we're trying to do is find ways to make our data plans um easier. Uh, on the pocket, um, but it's it's a work in progress. Just just bear with us and and enjoy fantastic service in the meantime. Okay, so I was thinking. So you talk about capping revenues, right? So you would actually go about it with in terms of speed. So maybe those who are looking for a certain mm-hmm. of speed mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. instead mm-hmm. of hundred mm-hmm. gig, four hundred gig, mm-hmm. they're doing. 10 Mbps, 20 Mbps. Mm-hmm, anyway, mm-hmm. let me know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all all of these things are uh, all of these things are possible, right? But I guess as a let me switch to being a product person. You have to sort of gauge what your what your users are interested in, what they can understand, what you can explain, what you can deploy um, easily. So we're going to be um, testing all of these out. Uh, and then you know after we successfully pilot, if we get a good user response, then. Okay. To roll out. Okay, so I'm curious about how this ties with MTN's overall uh, strategy, not just the technology uh, deployment with 5G technology. So, for instance, how does the 5G technology that is now massively in the news tie in with one of your biggest plays recently, which is the payment service banks? Mm. So, for me personally. I'm just sharing it. I feel like, okay, it's supposed to have come several years ago. The PSB. Ah, okay. So I'm just thinking about the head start a company like Safaricom had with M-Pesa and how it became like the global poster child for mobile money. But MTN is just coming. And I don't know. It's how does this, how does everything tie in? And you could just Help us get a picture of this. I mean, look, it's it's uh, it's it's the future really is still being written. You know what I mean? It, it was literally a case of let's launch first. Now we're here. Let's see what the initial reaction is, and then we'll start 
you know, creating products together. Um, you know, so the great thing about technology is that you can iterate in any number of different, uh, any number of different ways, you know, and I think for me, you know, when I think about the PSB, you know, and 5G, I mean, Momo is a separate subsidiary. So, yeah. you know, but obviously the two companies have a relationship. You know, we can think about financial inclusion in a very different way. Let's think about who is um, excluded or underserved and what does it take to include them? Like, for instance, now we talked about uh, the languages of the Internet and how many Nigerians can truly participate. You now start to ask yourself, okay, if if the the financial services bank is going to be providing things like credits, insurance, and so on and so forth, how do you do that for somebody that only speaks Urubo? Right. So so this is where, you know, uh, and the person may, may or may not have gone to school. This is where, you know, I'm hoping some young person will build a a, a translation app, yeah, a language, a real time language yeah. translation. Yeah, good. So an NLP driven uh, app with MTN's help, possibly. Right. And then that app can be used for um, inventory management or accounting, or at least you can log a transaction. OK. So my relatives in the village who have, you know, who sell rice, right, can say, I sold one bag of rice, 100 kilos today. That can now uh, be a log entry into an accounting app. That accounting app can now have APIs so that their financiers can say, okay, this person is actually credit worthy. So, so at this point, we have not needed to send, uh, you know, my Urobo speaking auntie to any more school than she does before. But our services have evolved to meet her at the point where she she is. So all of a sudden, by the time you now step back and think about who is underserved or not included, that conversation now starts to change. So again, this is us just making this up as we're talking now. There are so many, look, literally give me a pain point and I can probably talk you through how 5G can, um, you know, address it. Interesting. So for... The woman in question, an mm. example, it has to be a voice application, right? Because mm -hmm. most people can't read their local languages. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So yeah, a, vo a voice application. So again, this 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 now this is now the gateway that gets her into the digital economy without having to go and learn how to code or know how to use Twitter or anything like that. You know what I mean? So like I said, the services now come down to the level of the needs that exists in our context and in our country and that people outside of Nigeria won't be able to understand. So to come back to your main question, it, 5G is really going to be what we make of it, right? So it's going to be up to us um, to leverage the technology to its fullest. And, and my job and the thing that excites me about this job and, and working here right now is, is creating those opportunities, you know, for you know small businesses, individuals who want to create companies to create the products that you know, for us and by that are for us and by us. Hmm. All right. All right. That's, that's a lot of things, uh, a lot of information. To yeah. Sorry. I tend to talk a lot. No, no, no. <laughs> it's, it's actually fine. And I'm thinking maybe there are any final words you'd like to share. I've heard you mention, uh, talking about young people, mm -hmm. building stuff and possibly MTN support. Mm, that, uh, mm, do you have any final thing to share with them? I mean, look, just, just watch this space. Um, you know, 
keep following us on social uh we'll start to come to start to communicate more and more about what we're thinking what we're planning and when we need feedback on directions to go in but look this is a a very very exciting time we've we've you know moved uh we've we've repositioned now we're a tech co you know so we're not just about connectivity services anymore we want to be about so much more so i i feel like this marks the beginning of of a lot of great things that you're going to see from mtn nigeria awesome thank you so much for having this talk with us thank you so much and uh, guys thank you for staying with us to the end of this podcast of course if you're listening to us for the first time you know the drill very very simple drill share us on apple Podcasts, spotify stitcher anywhere you can find this podcast and if you're watching us on youtube instagram or tiktok please let's hear your comments and share with your friends your family and even your enemies because everybody deserves 5g all right and uh, see you guys another time bye-bye bye, -bye. bye. <laughs>